You're listening to HowSparks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide. Ah, I thought there was going to be like a new one every break. I was so excited. You want more, Hal? We'll give you more. HowSparks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide, on Chicago's Progressive Talk, WCBT 820. Hoo-yah! So some people were asking about the Mu variant, but we will get to that in just one second. Um, in terms of uh, connecting the, the dots on the last, um, on the story I was reading from the CDC about COVID-19, specifically the Delta variant, and it's uh, whether or not it was more dangerous for kids than the Alpha variant or the wild type or any of those things. COVID-related pediatric emergency department visits and hospitalizations were 3.4 times higher and 3.7 times higher, respectively, in states that fell in the bottom quarantile of overall vaccinated per capita compared to states in the highest quarantile. So you're 10 times more likely to end up in the hospital as an adolescent with COVID if you're unvaccinated, and you are three to seven times more likely, uh, three, 3.4 to 3.7 times more likely to, to go to the hospital in a state with lower vaccination rates. So, uh, you know, uh, that's that's higher alpha, uh, uh, level trig than I'm used to doing off the top of my <laughs> head. But but you're talking about uh, a, a, an order of magnitude of danger that you're putting the kids in by comparison to states with high levels of vaccinations and uh, and the kids being vaccinated themselves, the t- the twelve to the twelve and up, twelve and up, you're ten times more likely to go to the hospital if you have not been vaccinated and you get COVID. You are three point four to three point seven percent higher to be hospitalized, hospitalized or to die in a state that's in the lowest quarantine of uh, quarantile of vaccinations and that's exactly what we're seeing and so the you know um when joe biden says we're in a pandemic of the unvaccinated that is exactly what he's talking about and Mm -hmm. he is exactly right and and no amount of horse paste um from and by the way can i just say for the record like we played that uh the clip of alex jones earlier and of course we've talked about joe rogan and they're you know they're adding ivermectin to a huge regimen of other things they're taking. So the idea that ivermectin is what got Joe Rogan out of the woods when he's a healthy dude who works out all the time absolutely would fall into the, you know, the 80-20 percentile of people who get this. And also got NAD, vitamin drip, um, uh, uh, pack. ivermectin and a monoclonal antibody treatment, literally an IV of monoclonal antibodies, which, by the way, suppress your immune system when you get them for other stuff. So it's always a danger and you always have to do it under a doctor's care. He, he quote, unquote, threw the kitchen sink at it. And everybody's saying it's ivermectin. Stop saying that I, he got out of the woods because he took ivermectin. They, you're contributing to the problem, news media. He took everything and he's already healthy. And still he was down for days. Uh, on the other hand, um, I, we have no idea besides steroids, which I'm sure Alex Jones wishes he could take all the time and give mm-hmm. you this inflated sense of self. 
um, and ivermectin that that uh, Alex Jones is taking, amongst all the other garbage he throws down his gullet in the name of you know self-controlled pseudoscientific um, health measures. Um, the Mu variant um, currently B one B dot one dot two six one is the Mu variant. Um, there's been 2,000 cases in the United States so far. It is a variant of interest. With all of these, they are keeping an eye on it to see if it uh, breaks. It is part of the breakthrough cases for people who've been vaccinated, or if it ma- mainly shows up in people who are unvaccinated. If it varies in depth at all, um, currently, the Global Initiative on Sharing All Influenza Data, uh, GISAID, the largest database of novel coronavirus genome sequences in the world, because every time one comes up, they, they, they sequence the genome and post it so that mRNA vaccines can start being worked on in case it does break out. Or they can be modified, because that's the new technology around mRNAs, is that they can literally, using AI, they can go, okay, this needs to target a specific protein directly to this one. Let's make a new one, and we'll send it directly to the area around it, basically creating a circle squeezing the virus out of existence that's what they're hoping to do with um, you know uh, in in terms of catching these things early so they don't have to immunize the entire world against a variant they can just find where it's broken out and then encircle it basically and then and then lower it, it doesn't spread past that point is the hope right in the future who is not an immediate threat right now according to uh um anthony fauci i've heard of him um mm-hmm. But they're keeping a very close eye on it, he says. The variant is not at all even close to being dominant, as the Delta variant remains the cause of over 99% of the cases in the country right now. Um, It has yet to be designated as a variant of interest or concern by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, which did not immediately respond to a request for comment by the Washington Post. The California Department of Public Health said in a statement to the Post on Thursday that 348 cases associated with Mu have been reported in the state so far. And that it will continue to monitor all variants circulating in the state. There are a bunch of them, by the way. This is just one that is raised enough where there were enough cases of it where they could actually get on. You know, people have been testing positive and they had the ability to know where it was coming from uh, as far as which variant. Um, but that by no means means that it is the primary one or that it is the worst one or that it is, uh, you know, completely innocuous at this point, that it won't become sort of the new Delta variant as it passes through, or that it might just fade out entirely, as many of the variants do. Variants of diseases like individuals, as, uh, um, as George Carlin, of course, would say about human beings, a couple of winners and a whole lot of losers. There's a, um, mm-hmm. you know, there's a, there's a reason why in particular, diseases have multiple variants because they're trying everything they can to stay alive and and vibrant and carry out, you know, carry on, essentially. And they fail a good deal of the time. And thanks to a lot of factors, not even human ones. Sometimes they get into animals and that's where they peter out. Sometimes they cross over into humans and the group of humans they cross over into particularly wipe them out. Um, and so the, the, the role of human intervention in, in these kind of things, because, by the way, uh, when Cortez brought, brought small t- smallpox to the Mayans um, and, 
you know, there's a reason why Los Angeles, for example, or San Francisco are Spanish names and not uh, in Nahuatl or, you know, Awaxican dialect names or Mayan or Aztec names, even though those would arguably be the people that came up would be native to that area and go up and down. The, the reason is is because when the Spanish came over, unknowingly, they brought smallpox with them, and it wiped out 25 million people. Not on purpose, just accidentally. Like, how you doing? Shaking hands. We have an immunity you don't have yet um, because it's been through our system. It hasn't been through yours. Dead. And 25 million people. 23 to 25 million people killed. Well, they obviously came into contact with some people that didn't die. So eventually, the disease itself petered itself out with either the people it was coming in contact with or it didn't reach any more people and it died out that way. There's multiple ways that it stopped, right? That smallpox has spread across the United States, you know, territories ended that what would what North America would effectively be. There's a reason why it petered out. Natural immunity being part of that. But it took 25 million people with it in the process. What we're trying to do with vaccines and modern medicine is... Stop that having to be the only way we put an end to massive infections. Because we will reach herd immunity naturally when any disease comes around, if we don't do anything. But it will cost us millions of lives for no reason. We can beat these things with modern medicine before they, they turn, before they variant and variant and variant. And, and uh, somebody, uh, Jenny, uh, in the chat room said it stopped with vaccine. It stopped with some people with vaccine, but some of the native tribes in North America that came in contact with these folks didn't end up catching it for whatever reason. And that's what held it back. And by the way, we just hit a thousand folks in, in YouTube alone in our chat room. That's so and wild. That's pretty amazing. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Uh, like I said, fastest growing show on the interwebs. Um, in the same way that Schaumburg was at one point the fastest growing city in America, because if you four people live there and eight people move in, <laughs> oh my God, the two hundred percent growth. Um, so, will my Coronas vaccine work against Mu? It's unclear how much protection the vaccines offer against this variant. The Mu variant has a constellation of mutations that indicate potential properties of immune escape. The WHO said in a statement Tuesday, raising concerns that it may be more resistant to coronavirus vaccines than other variants. But this needs to be confirmed by further studies. Now, this will, this is statistical noise, right? And right now, when we're dealing with, with an epidemic like this, a pandemic, there will be so much variant and so much uh, life involved in the science around these things that we get into the danger of what I would call a new study syndrome. I did, for many of you who watch my stand-up, um, I have a big chunk that I was working on before we entered this that I was, you know, I was building as a set, essentially, and it's still there, and I'm still working on pieces of it as a stand-up that I would like to do as a whole hour called A New Study. And every time you turn around, there's a new study that changes everything. You know, a, you know, a new study says that chocolate could make you live a, to be 112, and then the next week, a new study says chocolate will murder you in your sleep. You know, every... You know what I'm talking about? Like every yeah, time yeah. you turn around, there's a new st- a new study says that that pit viper venom might actually be the cure to COVID. <laughs> you know, a new no. study finds that more people than ever are, are sticking their genitals into pit viper pits trying to avoid getting vaccinated. Like this, these new studies come out all the time. 
There's a reason why we have peer-reviewed journals. There's a reason why you want to wait until multiple studies come out before you start reacting to stuff. Yeah. There is as much a uh, there's as much of a problem in the reporting of scientific studies about single studies as there is about anecdotal. Well, my I had a buddy who ate four deer ticks and he's never had uh, the flu a day in his life. Right? There's, um, you know, the, the and that guy who's eating a Big Mac a day every day of his life. Right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and it, yeah. Um, and it turns out that it just turns his blood to basically acid. And while it's destroying his liver um, and giving him pancreatitis over time, it won't. It, it not only can his liver not survive in his own body, but neither can the flu. So, like, I've never caught the flu. <laughs> My body's going to fail when I turn fifty-seven. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, you know, collapse. Right. But, anyways, we got to take a break. We'll be back right after this. Uh, it's the House Sparks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide. Now on Instagram, at uh, House Sparks on Instagram. You can follow me on Twitter, at House Sparks. Also, follow at Johnny Million One, the number one, because he's number one, on, on Twitter as well. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back to the House Sparks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide. It's now time for the happy. Ending. I am happy, you are happy. Let us be happy together. Whether the weather is cloudy or sunny, I will always be your funny honey bunny. I am lucky, you are lucky. Let us get lucky together. Whether the weather is cloudy or breezy, I'll be there to say, hey, come on, let's take it easy. Because isn't it nice to have the friends that you do? And isn't it nice that the sky is so blue? And isn't it nice to say, I love you, chugga chugga choo choo, woo? I am smiling, you are smiling, let us smile together, whether the weather is cloudy or stormy, I will still be there in the morning, I'll be right by your side in the morning, I'll make you breakfast in the morning, I hope that you like cereal. Yay! <laughs> yeah. There's, uh, there is some good, um, there's some good news, there's a couple things, uh, I, I mean it's, I usually like the good news to be wholly in and of itself good, you know what I mean, like. Like the the advance in solid state batteries we were talking about last week, which in and of itself will get rid of the need for lithium, even though the primary the early versions of them still use lithium as you know uh, in the um, in sort of the creation of them. They use a lot a, mm-hmm. a lot less, um, but they also are moving towards an area where you wouldn't need any at all, and you would use uh, you know iron ore and make steel or aluminum based ones, which you can actually make in the United States with. Uh, you know, widely available metals that are available, you know, that we have here and stuff, by the way, that you could recycle. <laughs> what, a, what a novel concept. Can you imagine one day that all from all the scrap pulped military vehicles and leftover bombs and stuff that we don't use, that you could actually take that metal and turn it into electric car batteries? Can you, I mean, it would just I mean, can you imagine the flip out Alex Jones will have driving his electric yeah. F-150 with a battery that didn't require uh, any uh, rare earth minerals to be extracted from a war zone or a blood diamond-like arrangement to be made. Um, but there's a, um, Trump is apparently in advance talks to sell his D.C. hotel hmm. because it is uh, it's not doing well. Now we already did a, I did a story yesterday on my show about the fact that. Um, on the Daily Show, uh, Hal Sparks Mega Worldwide, which you can watch on infotainmentwars.com, like and subscribe on YouTube and uh, and on twitch.tv slash Hal Sparks. Uh, I'm getting so much better at that banter. I'm working it out. Yeah. Uh, yes, the old post office, which is a great building and was made a gaudy mess by Trump taking it over, 
He's uh, former President Trump is in advance talks to sell the rights to his Trump International Hotel in Washington, D.C. Um, one would think because he has no intention of returning to Washington, D.C. anytime soon, if it's not in cuffs. Um, why it matters. Uh, the removal of Trump's big golden name from Pennsylvania Avenue would be a symbolic bombshell sabered by opponents. The historic building became a prop and a symbol for both sides in the political wars. The hotel was a central setting during his chaotic presidency, with Trump preening at his personal table, supporters and supplicants thronging to the lobby bar and restaurants to curry favor, and, of course, foreign interests buying out entire floors and no one staying in them. That old trick, that old chestnut that Trump's a big fan of, Meanwhile, uh, related to this, I did a story about how a lot of the people um, in his own building in Trump Tower in New York are going bankrupt and behind on rent, including the company that sells Ivanka's shoes, um, apparently has $1.5 million, $1.6 million in unpaid rent at Trump Tower and are declaring bankruptcy so they never have to pay it, um, and two other main companies uh, uh, that um, start were million-dollar companies um, in Trump Tower, but now apparently uh, this coat company that like that was very fancy had a like one of those places where you go and you buy a coat and you sit by a wood burning fireplace while they give you brandy and models come out and show you the jacket and all that kind of stuff like crazy rich people stuff has forty five dollars in its checking account and fifteen hundred um, uh, damaged coats in inventory and that's it that's that's all they have left. In their entire setup, it's just... Well, now it turns out that the same fate awaits uh, Trump uh, International Hotel on Pennsylvania Avenue. Um, Trump would sell the leasing rights to a real estate developer who in turn would negotiate with hotel companies that would manage the property and rebrand it. Because the Trump name is for crap right now. And, yeah... yeah. Um, by the way, watch for um, mid-level Trump hotels to start popping up all over America in red states that are like extended stay hotels. I mean, you're looking at an era where to salvage its name and its empire, the Trump uh, company starts, A, moving its headquarters to Florida, selling its big fancy properties, and buying up a bunch of unused holiday inns. That's wow. that's that is if there is a future for the Trump org and I don't want to give them any advice. That's it. That's what's going to happen. Um, and also uh, the 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 Trump um, the I, I do think that the the move variant not jumping vaccines so far is I think qualifies as you know, is. Good news. Vaccine maker Pfizer, by the way, told the Post in an email that it was studying the move variant and expected to share data soon with a peer-reviewed journal. Hey, there's a good idea. Hmm. Who would have thought? Well, yeah, don't actually. All right. Um, to date, this is the, what they told the the Post, but they're going to uh, put their findings in a peer-reviewed journal. To date, we are encouraged by both the real-world data and laboratory studies of the vaccine and see no, no evidence that the virus or circulating variants of concern regularly escape, escape protection. Representatives from other coronavirus manufacturers, Moderna, Johnson Johnson, and AstraZeneca, have yet to reply to requests for comment. And that kind of tells you a little bit, like having been House of Pfizer and not having, I had no secondary effects after my second dose, 
I had a sight soreness, but no other aspect. I can't tell anybody what to get or what's available. But um, that is overall good news. They are also finding in England that mixing booster shots, that people got Johnson & Johnson and then got a Pfizer booster, or got Pfizer and got a Johnson & Johnson booster, or got Moderna and got a, a Pfizer or a Johnson, Johnson booster, actually helped with efficacy against the Delta variant as well. Um, in people who are immunosuppressed or compromised, that's a good sign that it doesn't have to be the same thing, that your body doesn't have to upregulate to the to one single dose. That is good news um, overall. Um, um, Paul, uh, Paul Cardenas, a professor of infectious disease and genomics at Universidad San Francisco de Quito in Ecuador, has studied Mu and told the Post that the current evidence showed that it was likely more transmissible than the original coronavirus strain, as most are. That's how the variants actually get. Uh, Mu has been able to uh, compete gamma and alpha in most of the parts of Ecuador and Colombia. Again, there's a lot of extra factors in that. However, there was no sign that people should be more worried, Cardenas added. People should know that these variants emerge all the time, and it is important that they are characterized in order to be tracked. That's the only reason they're giving them, them these names, right. why, they, why they're attaching these things to them. Do not think that every time a variant appears that this is a worse version of it. And the reason is, and this kind of ties in um, to, uh, and this, you know, I, I'm sure will make some folks, uh, whoops, I accidentally uh, typed into the wrong one. Sorry, guys. Um, uh, I was doing a search I wrote in anxiety COVID and that's not what I meant to do sorry about that Um, uh, because I was looking up a uh, the articles that we found about um, let's see um, that there's a relation between whoops uh, between people with outcomes regarding um uh, who are who have uh, anxiety and how COVID-19 affects them. That outcomes for people who have anxiety or who have a history of anxiety um, as a comorbidity, it is very high. Yeah. Now, I will also say that a lot of people who are obese or overweight often will have anxiety. Now, why do they have anxiety? Exactly the reason I told you before. Compressed diaphragm, bad breathing, um, the inability to breathe into their belly because of the amount of excess fat that they're carrying and, and the inability and the amount of time they spend at work hunched over a desk, leaning over, crunching their body. Sit up straight, breathe deep, allow that oxygen into yourself, especially if you feel anxious. Will it cure all of it? Of course not. Will it help with it? Absolutely. Any doctor will tell you that deep breaths will will help with your anxiety no matter what. And I had anxiety attacks. I had panic attacks because of the work I was doing on Queer as Folk. After season four, drastic, felt like a heart attack, horrible. Mm. Fixed it with yoga, fixed it with deep breaths. It's possible. And, but and it has to go hand in hand with whatever treatment you're getting from your doctor. We got We're at the end of the show. Thank you guys so much for uh, tuning in today. It's the Hal's Bar Radio Program, Mega Worldwide. We're here every Saturday for your listening enjoyment. Over the next week, do me a favor. Do everybody a favor. Sit up straight, breathe deep, smile, and take care of yourself while we tackle 
the Texas law, the, the, the Joe Mansions of the world, and the difficulties we face. Because we need all of you present, every mental faculty you have. Take care of yourself. We'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in.